Nou ja, elke donderdag hierdie tyd, dan sit Business Lunch met Lindy, en sy bring interessante mense altyd hier naartoe. Lindy, goeiemiddag en baie welkom. Goeiemiddag, Christy. Vandag is hier nou een interessante man hier, want hy het, of een interessante bezigheid, ja. wat ek nie kan wacht voor om te, ja, om te hoor hoe die absoluut. dinge gebeur het, en wat aan die gang is alles daar nie. So, baie welkom weer aan jou, Lindy, en die man waarvan ek praat, Peter John Freeman, he is here with us, Peter John, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon. Nice to have you, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Lindy, Ladvai. Yeah, Peter John Freeman um, involved with Struem, um, a exciting business venture based in Stellenbosch. Um, Peter John, or John for short. Um, John's good. John's good. <laughs> um, I think I'd like to start off with um, just briefly, you know, who, who are you? Um, you briefly mentioned you studied um, or started in adulting with a fine art or sculpt, uh, degree in sculpture, but then got disillusioned or whatever. But here you are involved in this amazing, exciting venture. Yeah. I'd love to get to that, but just maybe a brief background. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, at this stage, um, I'm in my late 40s, so I think disillusioned is part of the course. <laughs> um, <laughs> Absolutely. I did study art a, a long time ago at, at Stellenbosch and subsequently taught a few classes afterwards. Um, I think maybe we should mention the business that we are going to talk about today is the e-cargo bike uh, business. Yes. Uh, the, the, the Dutch call it bakfietser. Bakfietser. So, Vrachtfietser. Vrachtfietser. So, so let's jump into that immediately. Yeah. Here you are, um, a sculpture by... Um, X-Trade. X-Trade, but yeah. now involved in this exciting business. So yeah. please tell us what is this about? Okay. So I think if we, um, I suppose I have to explain my, my reason for being a little bit. Absolutely. Um, I'm a product uh, developer, product designer, and to some extent a product owner. Okay. Um, I'm sure I can plug my other products just now. Um, I work as somebody who usually works with a team of engineers and mm-hmm. financiers. It's usually a, a small team. Um, I worked in Somerset West for quite a while. Uh, there's an engineering firm here called Stone 3. Mm-hmm. And with them, uh, they have different branches, and we designed uh, care coordination uh, platforms, medical care coordination platforms, uh, artificial intelligence uh, heart screening um, apps. Oh, which, my goodness. Uh, allows um, primary care workers to... Um, do heart screenings. Usually like what happens... Almost a diagnostic process. Exactly. So okay. usually what happens is somebody thinks they hear a heart murmur and then mm. it gets referred to the doctor. The doctor is unsure. The doctor refers it to the specialist. And by the time the medical aid gets the bill, you get a big part of that bill. All right. And um, that's been rolled out uh, in, in the US uh, quite successfully. Um, I've worked on other medical care coordination platforms, but also... I'm sorry, this is uh, all very technical stuff and I don't want your teeth to get loose from boredom, but um, uh, mining process management dashboards. So it's all uh, quite um, technical, technical it's things. Technical, that you, it's technology, you know, um, AI yeah. gets involved, but That's now the buck feature. And right. then somehow yeah. you got involved with Struem. So maybe if we can jump to... So to Struem. Yeah, <laughs> now you're a product developer, designer. Yeah. Where and how did you get involved with Struem, and what is it? What is a buck fit? So um, my my friend Bo, uh, that's uh, that's also with me in the, in the business. He we studied together uh, okay. at, at Stellenbosch, okay. um, and then years later, I ran into him in a supermarket, and he had two kids in the trolley, and he didn't look like he was going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> 
the trolley uh, or the kids or the dad yeah, or I, I all think of you, the above. You either had a very long day or a very long life up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we picked up the, uh, the, the, conversation. Lines, the, the conversation, the lines of friendship. And okay. we, started, we started doing um, uh, e-bikes. Uh, he's a, a trade engineer. Uh, by Interesting. Yeah. So it's, it started with the, with the e-bike, the Lark that we, uh, that we started off with. And the idea uh, for Buckfitzer maybe already germinated there. Uh, it was a, it was a low-cost, uh, low um, almost agricultural bike in the mm. sense, uh, agricultural in the sense that uh, it didn't have super light parts, but it had very good parts that had mm. to do the thing. And we sold them for a price point maybe... 16, 17, 30,000 rand. The typical e-bike. If I'm, if I'm too lazy yeah. to trap my feet, I yes. get an e-bike and yeah. there's some assistance yeah. with me getting up the hill. Yeah, uh, okay, and, and quite, quite a lot of assistance. And the, the concept was that it was an affordable e-bike, something you can leave outside the shop when you go shopping. Oh, lovely, shopping. because they are quite expensive, some of these e-bikes, yeah, I right? think uh, when I checked just after the pandemic, the sort of mid-high-end specialized ones are around 240,000 rand. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Which okay. is not something you leave outside the shop no, when no, you're no, no, going no. for bread and milk. <laughs> so you guys yeah. developed an, uh, an affordable e-bike around about that's the price point, that's 15, right. 16, and then what happened that's from right. there? We actually um, managed to sell them. Oh, lovely. Um, so we brought out quite a number from, from China. Mm. Um, and they're all out doing doing their thing. Okay. Um, at the moment, we we seem to have done a good job because we hardly see any of them ever again. <laughs> if we do see them, it's... Uh, maybe uh, fr- too good a job. <laughs> maybe too good a job. I think next time, you know. <laughs> so when we yeah. get back, Christy, um, you know, so obviously the e-bikes led to them developing a, um, a new way of moving cargo between towns and cities. And I think mm. this is where uh, this product that is so exciting, what do you call it, eh? Uh, it's an e-cargo e- bike. E-cargo bike. So we're yeah. gonna ke- we're gonna get into the details just now. Netina terug by Helderberg FM. Your business lunch with Lindy. Business lunch with Lindy. Separate with Peter John Freeman van e-cargo bikes. And kom ons weer wat sy verder met hom gaan gesels. Lindy. So, so John, just for short, um, touching on what you guys working on currently is the e-cargo bike and trailer. That's so correct. tell us yeah. what is that and you know what are the benefits what does it look like yeah so it's, it's quite interesting when you in south africa if you talk about a e-cargo bike or just a cargo bike uh, people usually don't know what you're talking about mm, exactly it's a completely different shape than a normal bicycle okay um it's low slung it's got a different style of frame and of course there's space for the for, for the car- cargo. For cargo okay uh, uh, in our case up to 75 kilograms of car- lovely uh, cargo um so it's a different so shape, there's a space for cargo, yes. and it's, it's yeah, motorized yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so I think um, the word that usually sparks the memory of what a cargo bike looks like is a buck fits. A buck fits. A buck fits. A like fits with a buck. A fits with a buck. Okay. Correct. correct. Um, and in our case, we also have the e-trailer behind it. So okay. the trailer can take a load up to... We say 150, although it can take a lot more. And unfortunately, some of our partners have and consequently consistently do more. Um, so if for safety sake, we say 150 kilogram. Okay. Um, the trailer has a battery and, it r- and its own braking system and its own uh, front hub motor. Okay. So it reads the, the torque and speed uh, from the bicycle uh, up front and it matches that speed um, and, and braking. So we regularly see about uh, on a full load 
uh, from our partners about 20, 25 k's an hour that they move through wow. traffic. That's quite, quite yeah. a speed. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm thinking a, a town like Stellenbosch and you've yes. got all these e-cargo bikes with trailers uh, yes. moving stuff around. Yes. The person using the bike, do they need a license of sort or you can ride a bicycle, you can ride this or is it a motorcycle? Uh, so it's a very interesting point. Um, the bike itself fits within bicycle specifications. Okay. We, are, we are to make sure and shake hands with the uh, local traffic department okay. uh, on that. So it's basically a bike uh, in their eyes, yes. uh, like a bicycle? Yes. Uh, although they did make us put on more uh, reflectors. Okay. They were very right. insistent about that. And That's we, fine. We, we can do that. that yeah. yeah. So not too, not too hard. Um, and I think uh, the, uh, the bicycles do not require a license. Uh, motorcycle license okay and that is a major major benefit absolutely um, in terms of uh, job creation you'll see uh, all the delivery guys that you see on, on checker 60 and Woolworths dash almost all are um, uh, imports shall we shall we say there we go right um, and the local local guys don't seem to have and some any of them are excluded from the opportunity right e- exactly so f- exactly. so what are yeah. the benefits of and, and for yeah. who which industry can, can potentially get excited yeah so i think if we if we, if we stand the license issue for just a second sure. um, we've been working with a, um, a pharmacy for example uh, and to them it's so important because if the guy with a with a motorcycle license is off there's no replacement. Of course. Because where do they find somebody? If somebody has a pizza business and he d- delivers with the e-cargo with the e-cargo bike, he can at least exchange the labour if there's a down day, and Absolutely. the entire business doesn't just sit there waiting. It just waiting lowers for the entry point in terms of that's having enough people doing the job. That's right. That's, that's right. incredibly yeah. exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. what what makes you most excited about this project? Maybe even from a commercial point of view. Yes, I think um, sort of start, starting on a higher level, uh, e-cargo bikes are, are not necessarily a replacement for one other technology. So it's not specifically a replacement for a motorcycle or a bicycle or a, or a, a truck. It's, a, mm. it's actually a new way of looking at the landscape. Okay. Um, instead of looking at, at as a landscape, it's more of a timescape. So let's say um, t- a timescape, and within a timescape, you move goods around. Mm. So let's say Stellenbosch, on a Friday afternoon, is utterly broken. Mm, absolutely. You, you forget Nobody ab- can go anywhere. <laughs> forget <laughs> about it. If, yes. you, if you get anywhere, you're going to be in a bad mood. <laughs> yes. it's just, you know, I, think, I think the town is like 300% overcapacity. I know. Right. It's a pain. So uh, our two delivery guys managed to do about 35 kilometers each on a Friday uh, afternoon in Stellenbosch. That's 70 kilometers. Imagine in terms of a, of a light delivery vehicle, how long Trying 70 kilometers oh would, would take. So that's the yeah. possibility. It, it's like a complete niche way exactly. of combating yeah. issues around capacity and, exactly. and, and, and high traffic and volumes. Yes. And they yeah. can park anywhere. They can park anywhere and they're actually welcome. Uh, you know, so as opposed to a, a truck that's double parked. Absolutely, you um, can squeeze in onto a pathway or wherever. Yes. And um, brilliant, brilliant solution for overcrowding spaces. Yeah, I've actually um, been trying to get hold of Coca-Cola. <coughs> if you're listening, maybe <laughs> um, I. Where are you? Specifically, <laughs> Peninsula Beverages. Well, please, uh, if someone know them, um, send them John's way. Yeah, um, what you often see are these trucks double parked. Oh um, my goodness! You know, oh. in, in front of 
have a, a busy streets or a su- and we supermarket. And conundrum. There's nowhere it's, to park. It's very difficult. Yes. But what we're suggesting, <coughs> Peninsula Beverages, <laughs> uh, is that you have a satellite depot. Yes. And that you use our guys that can transport quite a lot at this uh, at one time okay uh, and you move on to the next location and to the next depot that makes so much sense so have yeah. almost like a dc capability and these guys just offload and exactly distribute, so um, in the case of yeah. stellenbosch you would have a depot in plankenburg we mm. can even provide that uh, at this stage mm. um, and then from there it, the, the whole town is within five minutes bike ride and i'm wow, even thinking yeah. you know doc, um, delivering documents delivering food delivering yeah. merchandise i mean the I mean, there's there's yeah. so many possibilities, right? Right. I think so typically the matrix is you want a, um, a slightly, well, the perfect matrix, I should say. It's not exclusive. It's a slightly um, higher value item, mm. like maybe documents, a specific type of food. Mm. Um, and then uh, you want some density in the population. Mm. Uh, so you can your reach is higher and mm. the bikes must be able to make a significant improvement on the delivery times. And I can even see the possibility of small entrepreneurs um, you know, setting up a little bit of a a distribution business you know, you just need to find a client you've got the vehicle and off you go as long as you've got two healthy working legs, (laughs) yeah exactly you know, and some oomph in the body (laughs) off you go. When we come back of course, um, would love to just explore this idea further thanks Christy. Absolutely Business lunch with Lindy Sula Last sessie, sy gesels met uh, Peter John Freeman oor die e-cargo bike en smoke klomp ander dinge, Lindy. So John, uh, give the listeners and myself some idea about uh, around the price point of these e-cargo right, right. bikes and trailers mm-hmm. um, and I think also um, what is the specific business model um, in terms of the offering? Yes, so I think um, let's start out with what does an average uh, e-mountain bike cost mm. and I think the answer is usually over a hundred thousand rand mm. if you want anything nice you're over two hundred thousand rand mm. we're looking at a price point depending on the battery size and configuration uh, for about sixty five thousand rand okay that's considerably less so it's uh, you can literally start a business um, and employ somebody uh, for the, uh, for half the price of, half a, the of, price. of a mountain bike okay, of a e- mountain bike but then yeah. you also your business model. Yes. Um, you spoke something about or said something about there's a purchase and rental option. Rental model. So in terms of um, entrepreneurs, uh, we do provide uh, a, re- a, re- a rental package. So the idea is that it's a, t- a turnkey uh, delivery service. So mm-hmm. somebody who has the connections in, uh, for example, uh, in Soweto, we're working mm. with um, a partner there called Shove Bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zanile, amazing guy, so much energy. Lovely. He puts me to shame every time I <laughs> I speak to him. He's, he's, more, he's more on my phone than my mother. Oh my goodness, uh, okay. Lots um, of energy and excitement. Yeah. So within a couple of uh, weeks, these guys have managed to build a delivery network that's so incredible. so incredible and that's with one bike and trailer that we g- we gave him and he can't stay ahead uh so what we our next step is to provide a, a container with a solar charging on the roof um, that locks up and then bikes that can be become available for for rental so you would have an em- uh, employer mm. uh, entrepreneur and he would then employ a vet 
and and manage the bikes. It's amazing, and he's uh, got a fleet of guys. Um, the, the software has been tested. Lovely. Um, so there's security for the bikes. Uh, there are locks for the bikes. Lovely. So software, um, technology in place. And because amazing. because it's an e-vehicle, the maintenance is so much less than what you would get on, say, a motorcycle. Okay. That's never mind noisy and dir- yeah. dirty you know that it's just the comp- uh, internal combustion engines are yeah. very complex compared but to it, EV but John it yeah. sounds like you guys have really thought out the business model from cradle to grave making it really affordable and accessible yeah. to a mass of people out there looking to earn an income it's really just the case of turning the key and looking for somebody brave enough to do it and I oh think well. this is the the very important thing for me at this stage is uh, I'll try and keep this short, but you know, I think in Japanese there's a saying: uh, a person who sells the smell. Um, so we have this little industry or political industry around, you know, EV bikes, and it's a feel-good thing, um, but it doesn't really get down to the crux. And the crux is, it's actually affordable, it actually works, and if you, it's the cheapest way of moving goods, light goods, uh, in a, a dense urban area like, oh, a, like, yeah. a, like a township. But you know what um, excites me more yeah. than anything is that you guys are involved in again, um, the lo- you know, having a customized, uh, thought through hmm. backbone of support. You know, talking about um, yeah. containers that's got a solar battery operated uh, capacity and yes. all the rest. So it's thought through. It's yes. available. I'm super excited. Um, I want to ask you this. So you guys are obviously in the industry of customized product development. And yes, you're a product absolutely. development house. Yeah. So for anyone out there that's got interesting ideas, um, are you guys available and open for them to pitch the idea? And so, so we, we could defi- that work? Yeah, we definitely are. We're sort of by accident a bit of an all-star team. Uh, we have a... A gentleman who works with us, Kunrat, he used to run a, a military workshop of over 200 people. He's the real boss. We don't, you know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and so myself, a product designer, and my, my, my friend and partner, Bauer, uh, he he's extremely versed in fi- finance uh, okay, and, so the and engineering. And analytics and the models around Exa- the feasibility of an idea. Exa- exactly. Okay. So we do cover the entire spectrum. Um, okay. For creating what we, I suppose we can call it, developing modern day artifacts. Okay. You know, in the old days, if you if you dig up an artifact, it explains the civilization that came before <laughs> it. But if you if you have a good enough idea, hopefully that idea will explain the future. Oh. You know, so you sort of turn that around a That's little bit. That's amazing. And in order to do that, you do need the aesthetics, the financials, and the mechanical technology, artificial intelligence, to, alternative to power supply, yeah. all the rest. So it's almost like a multifunctional team looking at an idea and say yeah. okay what's the possibility can we take yeah. this to market yeah and i think i think the key is an experienced team and a team with a sense of humor and somebody who's willing to tell you it's not going to fly okay. or it is going to fly <laughs> <laughs> or go back to the drawing board as yeah. the popular saying goes <laughs> yes. christy i don't know about you but you know you know i'm i'm so excited to this point i'm uh, i'm reconsidering my current um, um career definitely i mean i can just get involved with these guys and get excited about the future i'm gonna phone my bank manager after this interview <laughs> <laughs> the barrier to entry is a hot factory okay but, but here's the final question to you john um you know, what excites me really is, you know, you guys seem to get involved in solutions. And mm-hmm. is that what gives you hope? I mean, why do you do what you do? Yeah. Um, 
I don't want to re- repackage a chaotic life as a career journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more accurate to say that, you know, we, we hang our naked butts over the raggedy edge of invention <laughs> in the hope of making the world a better place because, you know, that's, that's how we were brought up. <laughs> that's, so, that's so comical. But, I mean, it is yeah. the reality, you know, yeah. looking at a capability and making the world a better place and getting excited about possibilities. What else is there to do? Make well, it, make it worse. <laughs> So the most important question, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there um, getting all excited and wanting to jump and onto your website. How do they get it? Where are you and how are you contacted? What's the okay. best way? I think the easiest w- uh, way is to go to stroom.co.za, S-T-R-O-O-M.co.za. Um, and I'll even give them my private email. Okay, yeah. that's, well, that's, that's brave. That's go, brave. That's very brave. Okay. But go for it. You know, so, those beverage guys might be listening. You yeah, know? <coughs> Peninsula beverages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think uh, private email, uh, Black Southeaster, like the wind in Cape Town, at gmail.com. Black Southeaster yeah. at gmail.com. Okay, there you, you go. Guys. Creative in every sense, <laughs> yeah. down to the email address. <laughs> Peter John, um, I can't tell you how excited I am. Christine, I'm definitely going to invite Peter John back. Um, you know, we need to keep tabs in terms of how all of this is progressing. And, um, you know, a year from now, we might be looking at the new local Elon Musk. What do you think? Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> well, he's already bought his hair back, you know. So. <laughs> Peter, uh, John, it's been absolutely fascinating. Um, if anything, you've given me a lot of hope for the future. And um, please continue doing what you do and make heaps of money. But most importantly, give hope to many people. I think that's what we all need at this stage. It's lovely meeting you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lekker geweest om te horen van Peter Johnson's story. Lindy, bye. Dank je ook. Ons zien dan weer volgende donderdag. Zien volgende week een donderdag.